0: hello and welcome back to my podcast i rent you listen so far i haven't thought about a best title so we are just going to i guess stay with that on tonight's podcast i will be speaking about jay-z and beyonce the new album and a few things that I have observed about my mom relationship, about the effect of their relationship in the world. So, if you are ready to dive in, get whatever you do or whatever when you're listening to podcasts, and listen. Also, I would like to thank whoever is listening to my podcast. I, first of all, never thought more than one person would listen to and a few people were listening to it, so, I guess, whatever, thank you. Alright, so, first things first. Last Saturday, um, Jay-Z and Beyoncé released their first album as a couple. As a group, a band, whatever the name, of course your last name, The Quarters. It's a nine-track album. It's basically if you have been following your careers, it's the happy ending from Lemonade and 444. It's very much about their love, their family, their friends. It's a very grown-up album. It has a few bangers and the whole world was shocked. Um I as a Beyonce stand was obviously really happy and obviously I was not surprised because as you know they have started tour a few maybe two weeks ago and most of us kind of knew that they wouldn't you know have a tour without new music or at least we assumed they wouldn't so i wasn't that surprised um and so the name of the album is everything with Love. a little recap of lemonade and 444 before we dive into Everything is loved by the Um As we know in April of 2016 Beyonce released Lemonade a Amazing album that basically goes through the stages of Every honestly a lot of relationships and um it was a visual album as well, and she went through you know anger and sadness and all of these feelings that we go through, and at the end we have love. And basically, on the album, Beyonce let the world know that Jay indeed cheated on her a few times, and she talks about leaving him and. Um, she talks about the hurt the pain and <clears throat> excuse me and everything that she went through during that phase which also if you do know anything about Beyonce you know that that was probably around 2014 and with this album we can now with like with absolutely certainty we can now Confirmed that that was in 2014, and you know, a little bit. And so, we had Lemonade. Um, when Beyonce was, I wouldn't say promoting the album, but a few weeks, a few months after Lemonade came out, she um, let us know that she was pregnant. with a twins, Rumi and Sir Carter, which led us to believe that they were in a much better space and um, in last year um, following lemonade jay-z released the 444 where he talks about the growth he had he talks about everything that he went through to not only get Beyonce back but everything that he learned in the process of getting her back um, it's a great album he, he also his mom coming out which is I guess unique Um, there is a freestyle by the blueprint (laughs) Um, by Blue Ivy Carter where she says she has never seen the ceiling in her life and so basically we were in a space as fair and as people that you know indulge in pop culture you were in a space where you were learning about the infidelity in the relationship but we assume and i guess they let us know that they're okay now and so um this year the beginning of the year they let us know that they were going on the run two which is basically um, on the run tour, which is a it's a tour they had a few years ago, the second time, and um uh, and so we had we had that obviously, um and um sorry, I I forgot what I was saying um yeah so we had that um and now skip forward to um saturday they released an album together as the carters and they really did um they did a great job the album is amazing but there's this conversation around ever since lemonade came out about a relationship and about um love, about infidelity, about money. Basically, um Speaking, not for me, but I have a few friends that I wouldn't say they stopped liking Beyonce, but they said that they lost a lot of respect for her once she decided to continue her marriage. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I, first of all, I think that the decision to work on your relationship something personal I think that if there's no abuse in the relationship I don't see a problem Um, and I think that we should always be happy for love you know even if it's rough even if it takes a while we should always be happy for people's I guess love, because a world with more love, a world with more stable relationships, a world with people that love each other is a better world. But, I have seen, ever since Monet came out, this, this relationship surrounding, especially Beyonce, and without getting too much into it, without being too deep, without being too much of a... Like social analysis, um, it, it's always funny to me how people seem to only respect women's choices when they're not conservative. And listen, I'm not a conservative woman whatsoever. I've, I've always been a liberal, but I have I have seen before this idea that there's only one right choice, and I have seen, from especially liberal women, this idea that if your choice is deemed more conservative, it's not the right choice. And what I say it's more conservative, because basically, the choice to stay with Jay-Z was Beyonce's, right? And that choice is more conservative because it's the idea that you would rather work on this relationship and stay married to your man, which is a traditional thing. Marriage is a traditional thing. It's not something that most women my age would ever fathom. It's not something that we preach, right? We tell these girls. You know, if your man cheats on you, if your man lies to you, if your man is doing certain things, you should not stay. And so, a lot of people seem to maybe don't understand their dynamic, and I wanted to specifically talk about these. Today. So, I think one thing that we really should focus on today is that. The Carters are not regular people. And what I mean by that is that you're not only rich, they're not only celebrity, but they are the celebrities of celebrities. They are considered the best in their field. Beyoncé is the best entertainer alive. Jay-Z is one of the greatest rappers of all time. So the rules for them is different. Though There's probably a universe of things that they have to do that we will never have to think about. And so, whenever I think of a divorce like Beyonce and Jay-Z's, I have, I have no idea what that would look like financially, emotionally, and also, who would be... You know what? Do you know what I mean when I say that they are not regular people? Like, how do you go? How does the greatest entertainer alive goes from the one of the best representing? You know? Do you know? Like, who would Beyonce date? What kind of man is as do you, do you see this she is the greatest you're telling she's not gonna date anyone you know what i mean she, so i always think about that i always think about also jay-z of course jay-z could get prob- possibly any any girl um but there's just that dating would be so complicated for them imagine i don't know how their contracts are i do know that beyonce got a few millions for every child she gave birth to and i've seen something about their contracts but even that they have so much money and property i cannot think how messy that would be um having that displayed in national international you know Media, it just seems so messy. So that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is, Beyonce and Jay Z have been together for almost twenty years now. I believe, if I'm not wrong, they started dating two thousand two two thousand two. They started dating in the early two thousands, if I'm not wrong. It it was um they've been married since. I really don't want to guess i would say O9. um they've been married for a few years now i think last year was their ninth anniversary right so it's not like again you and your boyfriend of two years that you guys have absolutely nothing together it's not the same thing it's just two multi-millionaires that have over a decade of history they're so powerful and so rich and so famous it's not the same thing so of course that they I'm sure that Beyonce chose to stay with Jay-Z because she loved him but as someone as logical and as intelligent as Beyonce, I'm sure she also put those things on the table as well. Because life is not just made out of love. And we, I don't think we make decisions only based on that. I think if you do, then you're probably not a very rational person. And so, I say this to say, I don't think we should apply Their lives to ours and I think that's what a lot of people do on both sides That's what a lot of people have a dislike or a feeling of disappointment um, from Beyonce because they They think that they will never do that, but they don't understand her circumstances and I also think that on the other side there are men out there women that we'll use them as an excuse we'll use them to i want not say manipulate that's too much of a word but i would say we'll use them to um get to get get back with their significant other right they'll say well beyonce uh forgave jay-z so you have to forgive me i have seen that online as well and I also think that doesn't apply. So my point here is their relationship doesn't apply to you guys and to me. <laughs> it doesn't. We're not this that we're, we're all humans. And I'm not saying this in a, as much as a stand as I am. I don't. I have never idolized or glorified any. Um, glorified. I mean, I mean, I've always been a little black background on me. I did not grow up religious. And so, although I am religious now, the idea of putting anything above me, it's not something that um, I grew up with. It's not something that comes to me naturally. And so, even my relationship with God, with God it's not a fearful one. It's not a um, relationship of putting something above me or giving my life less meaning and so if i don't do that with god why would that why would i do that with a celebrity right so um when i say the relationship does not apply to our lives i mean the financial and uh mainly financial but just their circumstance and how status not in a way they can be quantified, not they're not better than us. Well, Yance is a better singer than I am, <laughs> a better entertainer than I am, but not in a you know in a general way. Where the Carters are better than anyone else, because I think especially if you are a fan, you always need to clarify because people seem to think that just because you're a fan of someone, you you can't be logical about them. Uh, we'll talk about the album. Don't worry. And so. Um, right and so that's the first thing we should take from this whole situation it doesn't apply to you in any way so don't use Beyonce to cheat on anyone do not if Beyonce did something doesn't mean you have to do it I think I explained my point um so I I do think that's a lot of where the backlash comes from and that means for the feminists the That want to revoke her feminist card. Because she decided to stay with her husband. And for the people that want to call her names. And for the people that want to use Jay-Z as a uh, reference. (laughs) When you get busted for cheating on someone. Don't do that. So that's the first thing that I saw a lot of the conversation about the Carters. The second thing that I saw was um, the title situation and why do they? Um, why do they? Why did they decide to uh, not? I mean 444 can be sh- a- streamed everywhere because I have Spotify and title so I know I've seen 444 them but why BLC things are only on title and I'll say this I grew up in a way where I, f- I have always bought my music I have always bought the books that I like I have always I think that art is something that you need to buy or support. I um I'm not mad at Jay-Z for charging people ten dollars. I really am not. And I honestly think that people do have those ten dollars to be honest. Because we live in a country where people eat McDonald's at a time. And McDonald's $10. So you do have those $10. But besides that. Artists are in a. We're in a moment in society where. You know. Things. Artists used to be able to make money out of the music. And it's really hard to do that now. And so. I'm not. I'll never be mad. And an artist for charging i'm never because it doesn't matter how much money he has the thing is as long as he's creating music that i want to listen to i have no problem with them charging me for it and so as much as i love spotify i do like i like title better because I mean, I pay Spotify a title, but I like title better because I like the idea of like um, Feeling like I am paying for something And I also know that title does pay better the royalties, I guess better than Spotify does and I honestly think that If you don't have the $10, it's okay, you know um, You can find way to to listen to the album because we have the internet <laughs> well I think it's really trashy is you basically bring down a piece of art and something that you know is good just based on previous words you know that anything Beyonce puts out um, whether you like whether you like the sound or not you know that anything that she puts out will be the quality will be good you know the same thing with Jay-Z and so I think it's immature to uh, to um, to say that it's trashy that's the other or to, to you know to curse at it to to demise it to minimize it because you don't have the $10 you know? Um, I think those were the two biggest things that I saw. Um, if I think of anything else, I'll just speak on it later on. But now I want to talk about the album. So I gave you a background on where the album is. You know, what's the situation with the album. It's basically wrapping up the... The whole cheating situation, their lives. You know, Beyonce, Lemonade gave Beyonce's side, 444 gave Jay Z's side, and now they come together as a beautiful family. And, and, um, let us, they come in a bit of a family and they rap slash think about their lives. Um, I think it's a great album. Um, it's, there are a few songs that I really like, but let's talk a, l- a little bit about everything. So, we start with Summer. It's a song about Beyonce and Jay-Z kind of just professing their love for each other. It's very sexual. <laughs> um, there's a part where she goes, I with you to come inside so I can show you how I feel. And that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, although I do love when Beyonce says. I love, I love nasty Beyonce. I love brown Beyonce. I love when she And I love when she goes really sexual. But sometimes I get a little uncomfortable with it. Um, it's a beautiful song. Is it a song that I'm going to play all the time? No. Is it a song that I'm. I'll play every once in a while? Sure. Yeah, why not? Um next we have Ape Shape That is amazing. And there's so much in that song that I love. First of all, they rented the Louvre, which I you you absolutely know what the Louvre is, right? Okay, so that's amazing. Um if i if you wanted like a more in-depth uh like interpretation of that song and the video clip there's this um 38 minute long video on youtube from this uh woman i don't remember her name now but her channel is for harriet and is amazing like you know what I mean, Beyonce is known for her attention to detail. It's honestly, after I saw that, and I saw all the symbolism, I died. It's amazing. So, actually, it's a club song. It's very Migos inspired I think you can hear Quavo doing ad-libs on it. it. And basically, Beyonce raps on it. So, what's more amazing than that? Um from apeshit we go to boss which is a song about beyonce just basically being a boss and talking about the things that a boss does (laughs) and then we have "Nice," which is one of my favorite songs where beyonce does a lot of things that i love first of all she lets you know that she does not care about album sales which is something that if you know her this is a reality for years now. Okay. Ever since December th- the 13th of 2013, that's when um, Self-Title came out. She has let she let us know that she does not care about album styles. that she will not compromise her art ever again. Because if a little um parenthesis I guess if you know Beyonce you know that her sound changed a lot in order to be I guess like commercial because if you listen to her first new first two albums Dangerously in Love and Big day they're very very so R&B deadly albums especially "B'Day." day and then you go for I'm Sasha Fierce and four which to me are her worst albums. They're very very, very pop. And I don't like most of the songs um, from the I am Sasha Fierce. The it, it went really well. I mean I am Sasha Fierce had Halo, If I Were a Boy, um Broken Hearted Girl, Diva, Single Ladies. It has all the bops that she's known for and but to me, um, that's, I wouldn't say that's her lowest point because she doesn't have one, but that's where she was furthest, I guess, from her true self. And then 4, kind of, although 4 is more truthful to her, it's still, to me, there are a few tracks that still have that. Poppy like I want to sell songs kind of and I might be wrong because I do know that she talked about having control And I think that's when she um, her her father was no longer her manager, but um, There's a few songs that I absolutely hate Like if you if you ask me, what is an album that you dislike? I know all the songs, but absolutely hate schooling life and who Who run the world girls? Um, I know we're not talking about that, but a Little Red, I hate obvious songs, I really do, and I don't, I don't really like songs that that sound cheap, and sound like they were made in five minutes, and Who Run The World, Girls, I hate that song, I think it's so obvious, I think it's so, like, I don't know, it sounds like something that you could put a bunch of, like, 12-year-olds in the group and make it sounds like a song that you made for like a a project for like school project and Listen, it's a great song. It's a feminist song, but I don't like it. I think it's cheap. I Hate the I hate the home run around girls. I hate that Um, I love some parts of the song like when she talks about you know, Strong enough to bear the children and go back to business. and um, that it's amazing. School in life, I hate it just because it's just... It's it's weird. I don't like the lyrics. I don't like the sound. I just don't like that sound. But then, when we go back, when we um, go to self-titled, which is the album that changed the music industry um, that she released out of nowhere, you see that Beyoncé is kind of back, right? There's... um. I think it's after Haunted or Before Haunted. I can't remember now. Where she's like rapping and she goes all oh, these rapidly borings. I'm not gonna make any money out of this. And she talks about not really caring about that. And she really goes and she raps first of all. There's she raps on Yonce, she raps on oh, Jesus Christ. somebody not really acknowledge their love. Oh, flawless she wraps on I think maybe three, th- three songs it's really it's a great album it's one of my favorites and then um she's fully committed and fully like Gina doesn't give a fuck at all on Lemonade and that's when she gets really personal about her her life and that's when she she kind of she talks about everything that went on and she talks about her relationship with the father with her husband she talks about everything I don't know why I went on that tangent but I guess in, um, it was for something I don't remember why I went all the way there um, and so, I truly do not remember why I went through all her albums. Um. Okay, let's skip because I think my brain somewhere else. Um. So we were in Boss, and then Nice. Knives- oh, okay. Now I remember, right? Because I was talking about how she talked about like she doesn't care about streamings and then I went back and talked about all her albums and what the sales and everything meant to her in every album. Okay, now I remember. Okay. Well nice is great because of that. It's also great because she calls her daughter, Lou Evie Carter, the legendary um daughter, um when if you remember on four forty four uh, Blivy has a freestyle and she goes, Never seen a ceiling in my whole life. Which we interpret as a way of saying that. A way of. Uh, basically, the ceiling is a limitation, right? So it's like saying that Blivy doesn't have limits. Her parents have never put any limits on her. It means that she. That's amazing, right? It means that her parents are incredibly incentive and let her be as creative and as fun as she wants to be. And so I love her because of that. Okay, nice. And then we have 713, which, I mean, it's like, I know there's a deeper, there's a deeper thing with like, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, but I don't really. Rap is not really my thing. Hip hop is not really my thing. I'm more of a pop girl, but I know it's a meet. There's a meaning to the song. (sighs) After 713, we have friends. My favorite song on the album, hands down, because it's amazing. This the song basically they shout out their friends. They talk, which is not something we see much. Especially in our culture where people like to pretend like they've made everything by themselves I love a song about people shouting out their friends, you know song about people um, Being like, you know Without my crew. I don't know if I, what I would do It's a little dig at Kanye and Kim Kardashian. I feel like Um. After that we have Heard About Us, one of my also favorite songs. I think if I'm not mistaken, Heard About Us is the song where basically we do have confirmation where like the trouble waters were, and I'm gonna let you know why. So if you remember in 2014, if I'm not mistaken, the Matt Gallery 2014 is when we saw the video of So lunch beating Jay Z's ass, right? That means that the the shit was going down there. And now, and heard about us, Jay-Z talks about, I'm not gonna do anything if my wife and I are beefing. Basically talking about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's wedding. If you don't know this, they got married in 2014. I know this because I follow Kim Kardashian. (laughs) and I know that this year was their first celebration of their anniversary so basically we can know exactly the time where everything was going down. Um after heard about this we have Black Effect which is a song that I don't really listen to. It has a very like powerful and um like there's a lot of meanings and stuff. I just don't really like the song that much. And then we have the last song, which is Love Happy, which is basically, you know, we're happy, life is good, we're blessed, I love our family. And that concludes it. Overall, I think the album's great. Is it amazing? No. But it's great. It's a great piece of work. I hope that this the Carter's thing doesn't like. I still want a Beyonce album, even though I don't think there's a purpose for one now. Do you know what I mean? Like I think Beyonce's at a place as a mother of three and as a woman that's getting older, where there's no point for her to just drop an album for no reason um and so maybe i do think that we might get a beyonce album maybe next year or maybe after the tour's done and i think the tour i don't remember when the tour ends um just because i mean she has three kids and she's very involved in her children's life and i don't know if it as we all know, Beyoncé is very involved in her album, and her music. I don't know who created this idea that... I, can I remember this really quick? Who created this idea that Beyoncé doesn't write her music? Because... Sure, is she a Lady Gaga? No. But she does write. Like, she writes, she she composes a lot. Is that the right... Composes, I don't know. English is not my first language, so miss me if I mispronounce or say something that's not correct. Um, I don't know who invented that, but she is very involved in the album and the making of her album. She has been at least for the last three albums, so um, I think that. For once, to have a happy ending, that's great. I think, um... Personally, the idea of sticking with someone that has cheated on me, it's not something that I can see. But, however, I like to think of myself as... someone very loyal. Um, I have stayed with, I have been cheated on, and I have stayed with the person. Uh, I've been cheated on twice, and I stayed with both people, because I do believe that love is worth it, and that was when I was really young, um, I I, like I said before and this has nothing to do with Beyonce and JT, but this is just more of a me thing. I do think that as our society kind of loves, I think we need to maybe look at the idea of cheating a little different. And um, to me, I know this has nothing to do with the card. So if you were listening just because, you know the Carter's Um, you can stop here but I want to talk about cheating a little bit Uh, here's what I believe cheating is to me cheating is having a emotional connection with someone else I don't consider looking cheating I don't consider having sex with other people cheating I don't consider um, kissing other people cheating I consider talking to someone to me I would be more mad if my significant other was talking to someone else like texting them or DMs anything that would make me more upset because that means that you guys are creating a bond having a relationship then if my guy one day had a like a hookup and you know, that wouldn't that wouldn't hurt me as most because um I think that honestly especially with relationships that are really long, I think that people get tired of each other and I think that in order for relationships to last long, sometimes people need to be entertained with other things and i also am a believer that we are built differently you know and maybe it's not a biological thing but it might be a social thing the way men and women are raised it's very different and that makes i don't know why like if everything that we are raised on. Has it impact in our lives? I don't know why people don't will take that into consideration. I think, for example, I see for my family, the women in my family are all very, like, go-getters, family-based, incredibly intelligent, very focused. The men in my family are not like that. Fresh, even like my father, my father's a professor, he's a really type man. He has a lot of success in his field, but when, when it comes to relationships and treating women a certain way, so what I would say to that is that the men and the women in my family on both sides, my mom and my dad, were raised differently because all the women are caregivers. We take care of people. We're responsible. And I have literally uncles that had children that they kind of didn't know about you know they don't have their own house they're very irresponsible and so I do think that we're still raising my generation was still raised on the same values as my parents kind of right because now we have changed a little bit so I marry him at my age you'll probably, has been raised on the same things my dad has been raised on. Which to me kinda means that I'll probably get cheated on <laughs> in the in the long run. In a you know long relationship. And so why why make space for that? If I can just kind of have a logical conversation. Although I don't believe in open relationships, it's not my thing. I would not be mad. My thing is always don't let me find out. And so it's not very feminist with me, but it's the way I think relationships last long. I don't care if you it's not like you're gonna be changing me all the time, but like if you every once in a while, like every three years you end up, you know, meeting this one person. It's not a big deal. Um and I don't know. I went on a tangent about cheating. It has nothing to do with the album anymore. I'm just talking about myself. But again... Oh yes, I'm talking about this cheating. But then if I knew that my man like, was talking to someone else, having like a relationship, oh no. Then you cross the light. And as a cancer, I would not be able to look at you again. Because you cross the emotional line and that would not be possible so this was a big tangent um i'm done thank you so much for listening i'm sorry it was so messy i haven't recorded in all the time but i'm gonna try to record and to be here next week So thank you so much again and have a great night.